Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. My next guest today is uh, joining me from the San Diego area, actually Carlsbad, and he is Dale Martin of DocuFrog, and uh, DocuFrog sounds like a funny name for a company, but they do some great, interesting things. We're going to talk about today about how office equipment leasing is fleecing your business. So, Dale, are you there? I am, Bill. Thank you very much for uh, the opportunity to talk with your listeners. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. I've I've seen you out and about. Of course, we both belong to Provisors, so we're we're up early in the morning, uh, getting to know other advisors, so we can be of of help to our clients. Um, and and Dale, um, uh, this is an interesting topic, and I want to get into it as soon as possible. But first, I'd love for you to uh, tell us a little bit about your background and uh, and DocuFrog. Yeah, great. Thanks, thanks again, Bill. I really appreciate the opportunity to not only be on your program, but um, hopefully share some information that will be of value to your listeners. So I graduated from the University of Connecticut before coming out to the West Coast. Uh, I've got a BA in liberal arts and sciences, and I've done postgraduate work uh, since then specific to my craft. Um, I'm a certified document imaging architect. I'm a project management professional. <clears throat> And I've done work uh, in information assurance and document security as as well as Six Sigma um, efficiencies and things. Um, I've spent 25 years since uh, college uh, in various stints working in the office equipment business before starting uh, DocuFrog. So I've worked with companies such as Xerox, Canon, Ricoh, either directly or indirectly through dealerships and things. And I've held positions in sales and operations, so I've seen both sides of the, the coin, worked with advanced solutions, and I've also been in executive management where I covered half the country um, in uh, an executive capacity. And it was here that I really saw the dark side of the industry and the fact that there's a lot that the consumer didn't know, the business consumer. So in 2012, I started DocuFrog to enlighten businesses on how the office equipment industry works, how they're hiding and just not being totally transparent about where the money's going and how ultimately they're stealing some hard-earned profits, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm curious, as you know, you, you say that office equipment leasing is fleecing your business. I know a lot of people think, well, I don't want to buy equipment. I, I think leasing might be a better option. So what are they missing? Tell us... Uh, how people at most businesses are overpaying for their office equipment leases. 
That's a great question, uh, Bill. The, the problem isn't in the lease. The lease vehicle is a, is a great vehicle to spread costs over time. And, and really, mm-hmm. it's, you know, that and other financing options are fine. The problem is that you've got the inmates running the asylum. And when you go to a dealer that's selling equipment, and they're also um, constructing the consulting and, and putting together the uh, the recommendations on what a client needs. And then also they're acting as the bank <clears throat> where they're controlling the leasing. They, they tend to be able, you know, they have too much control in uh, all the levers that are involved in that transaction. And then mm-hmm. once all that's bundled together, the consumer has no idea to really understand what they, what they have, what they need, and you know, how much it costs. So what you're saying is they're, they're, they're making money too many different ways which is great for them, but not so great uh, for the consumer. You know, most business owners um, at least think they're pretty smart. Most of them are very smart. How how is it that they get into this? How do they get oversold here? Well, quite frankly, they lack the knowledge and the tools to understand what the industry understands. You know, xerography has been around for for decades, and <clears throat> even before copiers grew tails and became network devices. Uh, copier salesmen were out there pitching, you know, what you needed and, and why you needed it. So over time, uh, a lot of things have changed. Uh, you know, now the uh, devices are a lot more complicated. It's really a manufacturing process that even a, a dental office will need to know how to, to manage. So it's got capital costs, variable costs. You've got labor that you associate with using it. So the clients don't know what they need and they don't know what they should pay. So when they go to ask a sales rep that's selling this, the sales rep has a different agenda than the client. They're getting paid on either the profit or the uh, revenue in in the transaction generally. And they're trying to push the price up when the client's trying to toe the line down. But the the dealer has all the knowledge in that transaction. Makes sense. So, when when you come into situations and you save uh, you save companies money in in many different ways. That's your that's your goal is to come in and say, hey, here's here's our top ways to save you money. Um, are you you know if somebody's in a lease, aren't they kind of tied into that? Can they break the lease? What are some of the remedies that you see that you can help a business owner um, implement? Yeah, absolutely, Bill. There's a lot of components to the um, myriad of options that we can help a client with. Uh, and yes, a lease is a covenant with a bank. It can't be broken without penalties. And what we do is work with the client on remedies to uh, bring them up to that lease expiration, make sure that they're doing everything they can to manage the costs that are outside of the constraints of the lease some of the areas we look at are, are looking at user behavior, uh, renegotiating different rates associated with maintenance and, and print service agreements, looking at whether or not property tax is being uh, charged on the lease. And then we wait the leases out. So we save money in the front end, and then we save the money once we get a chance to renegotiate that agreement once the client and, and, and us have a complete understanding of what uh, the client really needs versus what they've you know, contracted for. So step step one is kind of discovering what the problem is and what and then creating a timeline that maybe it's it's more cost effective to wait it out if possible. Now on your website uh, you have an acronym um, LEAP lower expenses and accelerate profits, which goes goes along nicely with DocuFrog. I have to say that's a great idea. <laughs> the, the LEAP program. Tell us tell us about that and the fact that your clients never pay you more. Than you save them. How does that work? 
Well, we are completely based on contingency. Our, our fees are based off of results. So we call ourselves resultants versus consultants. We don't, we don't end up giving our client a binder and say, if you follow all of these um, recommendations, then you'll get a better business. We stay with our clients. We do uh, just about 100% of the work and just require the client to sit down with us and go over the options, and we help them make better decision-making. And then once the client saves, we, you know, we get paid a percentage of that savings. So it's, um, you know, the, just by virtue of that math, there's no way the client can ever pay us for anything that we don't produce. I love that phrase, resultants. Uh, that's, that's a great, great catchphrase. Uh, and one of the things that w what you start with is uh, – something called a vendor contract analysis. So is that where you is that the starting point for everyone and and let me ask you the second part to that. Um who who really should contact? What's a sign that someone can say, uh you know, I should really contact Dale because uh what have I got to lose? So we scale from companies that are really really small to uh working with national companies that have offices uh you know all over the place. And really, the more complex a situation with the more offices and the more the the more little places where you know money could be leaking, that's where we really excel. We also work with people that lease one or more copiers. So an example, you know, down in San Diego, we helped the Museum of Man in Balboa Park save over twenty thousand dollars on a single copier lease that was uh, you know expensed over about sixty months or five years. You know, ranging up to you know a national trucking company they work with that had 50 offices in the United States and they had a couple offices in Canada and Mexico. So really anybody that leases a copier, you know, we can we can help and we want to help. That's great. I mean, uh, who doesn't? I mean, do most do most businesses what percentage of businesses, let me ask you that, uh do you think are in that situation where they 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 lease uh they're not just copiers anymore, they're everything machines. What percentage of businesses do you think lease? Oh, probably 90%. I mean, the great majority lease. There's mm -hmm. a few that are in cash forward businesses. Um, you know, I found that banks a lot of times, you know, they know the cost of money and they tend to, um, you know, not lease when they don't have to. Um, so, you know, we, you know, there's other devices and other things that we look at that, you know, are beyond copiers. We we get into the we call them bears and mosquitoes. The the big the big copiers we call you know they're called multifunction devices and all kinds of different names now. Those are te those tend to be on leases because they cost a lot of money. And then you've got the mosquitoes that are out there, which are the little printers and things that people buy off of other you know just down at Office Depot and things like that. And all of them have a drain on company expense and cost you know cause a lot of waste. So, but we really focus on that lease because that's kind of where it pivots off of you know, where the costs are constrained, and then we kind of go out and look at the other peripheral costs as we go along. Okay, so I'm going to plead ignorance a little bit here and and ask you, what is the typical duration of those leases? There's usually three timelines, three years, four years, or five years, and a great majority of them are of the longer varietal because the the industry sells really to the lowest cost per month, and that's the, the way the salespeople try to present their cases. So that when they break things down to the smallest monthly cost, uh, you know that's that's what they try to push for is the longer leases. So what happens is the client ends up paying more, but they just do it in smaller smaller increments, and they kind of fall under the radar. And, you know, they don't really ever add it up to figure out how, how much they're actually paying. 
So if someone just signed a five-year lease, the, the uh, from what I think I heard you said earlier, um, it, it's probably it's probably best to call you in the fourth year of that lease. Although there are other things that you can do, so let's talk about some of those other things that you, they don't have to wait until close to the end of the lease, right? Now, really, I mean, the advice I give to any of our clients, the time is now. If you signed a five-year lease yesterday, um, you know, we're going to have to wait to be able to deal with some of that. But we can immediately start. Um, you know, we have we have technology and software that allows us to help control and educate user behavior, so that we can lower the cost of actually using the equipment. Um, so that that in itself can a lot of times be 25 or 30 percent of the of the overall cost structure. And those those types of expenses can be addressed at any time. And then the earlier they engage me, the more you know, the longer the more knowledge they're going to have so that they don't get trapped with early renewal discounts and different things that are going to be coming at them. We, we take care of uh, managing the vendor relationship for our clients so they don't have to deal with the salespeople anymore. Okay, so in this type of, it's always nice to see people face-to-face, but in this type of, a, of a, an arrangement, you, you really just need to uh, get a, an understanding of what the current lease looks like and what the terms are so that you can do your analysis. Is that So you don't really need to make a, an office visit to do that, right? You can work with people all over the place? Well, we work with people all over the country all the time and just about 100% remote. When the client requires me to meet face-to-face, then um, I'll do that, but most of the time we do everything remotely. And it all starts with a 12-minute meeting uh, with, a, with a CFO or a business owner. And, you know, I, time is one of the most important and most valuable things that we all struggle with these days. So we make an effort to not waste people's time. So the first thing we want to get to is a no. If there's a reason why we can't help somebody, it doesn't do us any good to, you know, elongate the conversation. So we want to have a meeting. We want to talk about how we can help. We, uh, our agreements are one page long. There's not a lot of legalese in it. Um, when we find money, we, we, we share it. And that's the, you know, the basic part of it. And, um, you know, we try to keep our meetings to the initial meeting 12 minutes or less. And then subsequent meetings we like to do in 20 minutes or less when we have decisions that need to be made that, you know, the client needs to be involved in. Terrific. And so, so because this interview is on the internet, it's all over the, well, all over the world, I hope, but uh, all over the United States certainly. Uh, you have a, uh, a an assessment that is normally $500 that you're offering uh, a free lease assessment to the first 10 business listeners that text. It looks like text uh, uh, to tell me tell me what I'm, I'm a little having a little trouble reading this tell, tell me what the uh, they should text I have a number here um, should they just text exit coach radio to that number yeah they can they can just text uh, we have a dedicated text line where we communicate with our customers for um, items that are of importance and uh, you know the, the first 10 piece is not important if somebody wants to have us take a look at it, and they're a listener of yours, we'll um, waive the $500 to do an assessment so we can um, help as many of your listeners out as possible. But they can text 619-887-0101, or they can go to docufrog.com, and they can um, just fill out the comment page and just just mention Exit Coach Radio. Or, you know, they can connect with me via LinkedIn. Um, and as long as uh, I know it came from your listeners, I'd be happy to work with any of them. 
That's very nice. So, hey, hey, listeners, don't say I didn't ever give you anything. Uh, that's a that's a free offer to save money uh, on something that normally would would cost some money to find out if you can save money. And and I assure you, from the comments that I hear, um, uh, again, Dale and I are in a big professional networking group that meets almost every morning somewhere here in, in Southern California. And I hear the comments from people saying what a great job he does and how much um, his uh, services are appreciated when he helps people save money. It's Dale Martin, and the name of the company again is DocuFrog, and uh, you can you can basically just Google uh, DocuFrog as I just did, and it'll pop up, and get in touch with him and say, hey, you know, I, I'm interested to find out if if you can save me some money here, uh, and uh, I heard it here on Exacoach Radio, so. Uh, I don't see what you have to lose, and uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on the line and explaining some of this. I understood some of what you did. I understand it much better now, and I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't want to uh, find out if they can save money on that, that large capital expense that they all have taken on. I mean, if anything else, they, they might get an even better machine that even makes espresso or something on the side, <laughs> you know, if they with the same money. Who knows? And, it might brighten up their day a little bit more. So, Dale, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your your, your extensive wisdom about this topic. It's been very interesting, and uh, I will uh, I hope our listeners get in touch with you at DocuFrog. Thank you, Bill. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 